0: Hey guys, so there are tons of organizations and individuals who are making the world a better place. A lot of which we've yet to feature on the podcast. We know because a lot of you guys have been reaching out. So to help us dig our way through, we're holding a contest to determine who to feature on the next season of Sincerely Human. And it's super easy to join. Just pick out your favorite episode of the podcast and share the link. You can do this by posting on social media or you can send it to three people in your network via text, email, however way you choose. Then just email us at contact at humangroupmedia.com with a brief description of your organization and a screenshot of you sharing the episode. The two winners will be featured on a Sincerely Human episode next season, as well as our Instagram page. On top of that, we'll also be donating $150 to your organization. Email us your entries by December 18. If you know someone who might be interested, please share this with them. All the details are in our show notes. We can't wait to hear from you.
1: Hi, everyone. We're about to share our final episode for the season. If you feel encouraged by the stories you're hearing, could you please do us a huge favor and subscribe to our podcast? And if you're already subscribed to Sincerely Human, we'd also be so stoked if you gave us a rating and review. Thank you so much for your support.
2: I was a senior in high school. I was, uh, you know, captain of my basketball team about to, you know, go into playoffs and had a whole plan of what I was going to do in college, sports and all this stuff. And then, um, you know, it just comes out of nowhere. And so it was a very rare tumor, it's called a chondrosarcoma and, you know, found out within about 48 hours of going for an x-ray and that changed my perspective of what I get to do during my short time here on Earth. And I took a trip to Haiti for the first time um, a couple years after the 2010 earthquake. And uh, it was my first time visiting the developing world. And when I got there, um, that was when I saw the problem. And the problem just, like, rocked me. It captured my heart. And I couldn't stop thinking about it.
1: You're listening to Sincerely Human, a podcast that tells stories of kindness in action from the lens of today's most inspiring humans. This is Camille.
0: And this is Maverick. Welcome to the show.
1: Today, over 1 billion people live without one of the most basic human needs, adequate shelter. By 2050, this number is projected to rise to 3 billion people, a 200% increase over three decades. Our guest today is addressing this problem through innovation. Brett Hagler is the co-founder and CEO of New Story, a nonprofit organization that pioneers solutions to end global homelessness. They work with nonprofits and governments in the developing world to build homes better, cheaper, and faster.
0: Newstory has been named by Fast Company as one of the most innovative companies in the world. In 2019, in a partnership with a company called Icon, they developed the first 3D machine designed to print homes. Yes, you heard it right. Brett and his team at Newstory Story are currently printing a 3D housing community in rural Mexico. Brett's work is an example of how dreaming big and thinking outside the box can change people's lives. But like a lot of the stories we've heard on the show, Brett's one of those people who never imagined they'd be working in the nonprofit sector. So I grew up down in South Florida and kind
2: of the opposite of what I do now for a living. Um, I was interested just in in sports and uh, pretty much just um, trying to, I don't know, had a dream to make a lot of money one day and just, you know, have fun and party and all that stuff. That was a little bit of my ambitions growing up.
1: As a senior in high school, Brett was the captain of his basketball team. He was focusing on sports and thinking about college when he found out that he had cancer.
2: And, you know, really my whole life changed for me and my family. And, you know, I think in hindsight, it, it just really instilled a... Um, a sense of gratitude uh, that I'm not, I'm not in control. And as cliche as it sounds, um, life is a gift, every day is a gift. And also um, I think another gift in hindsight was, it taught me a little bit about what going through adversity can produce. And I think has really helped me as an entrepreneur and I would like to think has helped me a little bit as a leader.
1: Brett was lucky enough to beat cancer. A couple of years later, in 2014, he got the opportunity to go to Haiti. It was during the aftermath of the 2010
0: earthquake.
2: When I went on that trip, I uh, I had zero intention, probably negative intention, of ever starting a nonprofit or a social impact organization. Um, I was only 23 or 24. I did not know about the problem that we're, we're now working on to solve, which is essentially families living without basic human needs, without safety and shelter. And so I went down there um, really for two reasons. Uh, I, one, had a for-profit startup right out a college, and we were beginning to give a little bit back of our profits, which was not a lot, to a, a local charity in Haiti. And then I also just had a um, kind of a new life change for me personally, which was a renewed Christian faith. And and so those two things kind of led me down to want to explore just a different place in the world.
1: Little did he know that his experience there would turn his own life around.
2: And I was exposed to what life is like, um, unfortunately, to you know, well over a billion people um, that don't have safety and shelter and life's most basic human needs. And it was even really hard for me to understand of just like the little things that we take for granted. And so for example... If it's storming at night right, and I live in a tent or a shack with my little kids or my baby, there is nothing to protect me from anything falling on the shack, falling apart, uh, flooding that will happen, uh, the noise, the wind, the rain. And so that means that not only is it miserable, but that means that I can't sleep, right? And so then, how, if I only get, you know, four hours of sleep that night consistently, how am I supposed to wake up the next day and perform well in school or, you know, maximize my potential if I just got a small business loan, right? Like it just, it just impacts everything if you don't have safety and shelter. And unfortunately, that's the reality for well over a billion people in our world right now.
0: Brett was inspired to look for organizations that address this issue.
2: And the more I looked, I couldn't find any that were exciting to me when it came to being a little more modern, a little more forward-thinking, more innovative, trying to use technology. It just seemed like there were a lot of traditional methods and a lot of traditional organizations. And that was kind of the antithesis of what I was interested in
0: Brett decided to use his passion for innovation and take the lessons he learned in the startup world to launch new story.
2: Our mission is to pioneer solutions to end global homelessness. What that means is that we work with um, some of the most vulnerable families that are living in extreme poverty that do not have shelter or safety. And we come alongside them with a local partner in that country and we will design and we will develop a community of usually over a hundred homes that the families help co-create and co-design. And then um those families will move into that community and uh, we fund that community philanthropically and also through local government partnerships and subsidies. And so the end result is a built-to-last community with usually over a thousand people living in that community and um you know being able to have kind of a, a new way to actualize their potential and opportunity instead of just trying to survive.
0: In providing housing for disadvantaged communities, New Story employs a human-centered approach. In practice, it means they ask the families for feedback before they build their homes. We
2: want to design the
0: best possible home.
2: And that means having their input on where the kitchen should be, where should the windows be, how should the roof be designed, etc. because they know what they want. And we've now kind of codified that process, and uh, we've created a guide called Human-Centered Community Design, and we actually have other nonprofits and governments that are being able to to take that guide and use it in their work, really just creating a better end result by talking to the people that will live there and taking their input seriously.
1: Since 2015, New Story has funded over 2,000 homes in Haiti, El Salvador, Mexico, and Bolivia.
2: We try to get out on the forefront of what are kind of next generation technologies and how can we try to bring those innovations to the families that need them most. Because what we see often is a lot of the most forward thinking innovations, they reach the families that need them most last. But we think that they can reach the families that need them most first.
1: One of these innovations is a 3D housing machine they created in partnership with a construction technology company called Icon. You may or may not be familiar with a regular 3D printing machine. It's a machine that makes three-dimensional objects from a digital file, usually by spitting out plastic.
0: The 3D housing machine is a much larger version, and instead of plastic, it expels concrete, making it faster and cheaper to build homes. This makes it a promising solution to end global homelessness. New Story is currently printing an entire community of 3D houses in rural Mexico.
2: Families that have been dealing with uh, kind of generational extreme poverty, it's very difficult to save up for that amount. And so we will partner with a family like that and uh, they will be able to move into one of our communities. And then uh, what we do with them is They actually will make no interest, no profit mortgage payments over about, depends on the family, could be anywhere from 10 to 15 years, where they're paying for the cost of that house. That money does not come back to fund new story, but it's kept in a community fund to be repurposed for whether it's new housing or paved roads or electricity, it's going to go back into the community. And we love that model. Families love that model. And we think it creates a better end result.
0: This project was actually featured in an episode of Home, an Apple TV series. So yeah, I can actually talk about
2: the family that's in the documentary. Um, so it's a family of four. Uh, they had two young girls. And, you know, they had been living in a kind of pieced together shack in rural Mexico since they've been married and since they've had their young kids. And uh, the gentleman um, named Marlo, he was a construction worker, and, um, was already making about as low income as it gets. And he was laid off by the construction company and just a lot of construction was paused there. And so I'm um, really just out of work and to build your own home or to buy a home, it it takes a lot of savings and, and it takes a lot of money. And so, you know, them moving into their new house. Um, it's definitely one of the best days of their lives, um, that they would say it is a black and white difference to their lived environment. It's hard for some folks to understand. It was even really hard for me to understand of just like the little things that we take for granted.
1: Brett is helping families achieve their dreams, much like what Brett's parents did for him.
2: I just know how lucky and privileged I am to uh, to really have parents that have supported me during a pretty unique journey in my 20s of starting a startup that failed writing a book that basically failed and then trying to start a new story. And they had no idea that this one was gonna you know, do okay and was gonna grow. And just like that unconditional love and support to me is probably the biggest impact and it's been the kindest thing that, you know, two humans have consistently done for me. That's shaped me the most as a leader, and how I try to uh, treat other people.
1: If you're interested in getting involved with New Story, head on over to their website, newstorycharity.org. You can also donate for New Story to continue building homes in rural Mexico through a monthly subscription called The Neighborhood. We hope today's episode made you feel more appreciative of the things that we normally take for granted, like having a roof over our heads. And we hope Brett's work encouraged you to do something to help those who don't.
0: And that's it for season four of Sincerely Human. We'll be back with a brand new season in January 2021. So please make sure you're subscribed to the show so you can get notified when the new episode drops. In the meantime, please follow us on Instagram at Sincerely Human, at Human underscore Media on Twitter, and Human Group Media on LinkedIn. We know that the holidays look so much different this year. In spite of this, we hope that you still find small pockets of joy and gratitude. We also hope that you keep these stories of kindness in your hearts and in your minds, and maybe even practice kindness and create your own kindness stories out of it. All right. Happy holidays, everyone. We'll see you after the break.